talking about making choices in the Article 7 podcast. Well, hello there. Uh, let's hurry up and do the who, what, when, and where. Who? I am Andy Jago. Uh, what? I am a pastor. When? Right now? <laughs> where? At Bethany Lutheran Church, 2501 Beacon Hill Road in Alexandria, Virginia. Find us on the web at www.bethany, that is B-E-T-H-A-N-Y dash L-C-M-S dot O-R-G. Why am I in a hurry up offense here? Well, I haven't put out a podcast in a while, so I'm going to try and get a bunch done this week. And it's coming up. I can't believe it. this time next week we're going to be uh, preparing food for our Thanksgiving meal. Uh, <laughs> so I want to try and get these podcasts out and uh, into the public. Uh, how? Well, I'm going to try to do we We've got uh, three in the pipeline right now and then one more after this Sunday. Uh, we're going to try and do four between now and next week, Wednesday. Oh, we'll see how successful we are. That's the plan anyway. We're going to do a couple of these in uh, the hurry-up format, which is simply the sermon, and then including a couple songs. And now I've got some more songs on my uh, 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 on deck, so to speak, uh, as we have a recording from a recent concert uh, given by C2W. That stands for Created to Worship. They did a special concert as part of... Uh, a special community outreach uh, that was also a fundraiser for us. Uh, and uh, that uh, also included African immigrant ministry as well. So we're going to see if we can get a song or two from that concert in this episode, uh, along with the sermon for episode eight of The Story. This is our campaign to read through the Bible at Bethany Lutheran Church, a campaign uh, put out by Zondervan Publishing. And we are in chapter eight or episode eight today. Uh, the time of the judges, and the sermon is called Choices. So that's all coming up. No presses of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me a
which will be my joy to the ages to sing of his love for me Oh.
And uh, as we take a look at Judges 6, verse 14, uh, looking on with me, the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do I not send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Midianites are those who are oppressing Israel at the time. So why doesn't Gideon want to go? He says because he's the least. He's the smallest. He's the the one who's not all that important. And dear friends, can we see a pattern here in the Holy Scriptures? The least shall be the what? I heard it. The least shall be the, the greatest. Exactly. Sometimes that is the way that the Lord chooses to work. Sometimes the last becomes the, the first, exactly. That's what Jesus says in, 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 in the way in which he teaches us. There's so many examples of the Bible where people are called into an impossible situation. And the Lord says, no, but you are the person. You are the one that I have chosen. And you may not be the most perfect individual, the most holy individual. I mean, today we're here at All Saints in the celebration and what, wait, what I've, if I were to take a point, if I were to ask you, what is a saint? I mean, some people think of, you know, someone holy, someone who did extraordinary things, maybe some of the great heroes of the faith that are mentioned in the Bible, you know, reading through Hebrews chapter 11, you know, taking a look at the great heroes of the faith that way. You know, maybe those are some of the folks that we think of. Well, here we're in the book of Judges. In the book of Judges, we have people who are called to serve the Lord, who, you know, one person's a womanizer, another person's kind of a gang leader. That's Jephthah, who has a band of rowdy folks who are gathered around him. We have Ehud, who's an assassin. We have the most unlikely people, not the holiest of people that we would think of, and yet God says, I choose you. I'm going to work through you. And he chooses Gideon, who says, well, I'm the smallest, I'm the least, I'm not all that important. And God says, I choose you. Now, dear friends in Christ, why do you like or love the things that you love? Why the color purple? (laughs) Or the color red? Why do you like this particular stuffed animal, even though that's a little beat up, as opposed to all the others in your collection? You know, why, uh, why is this person your best friend? Do we know exactly? Not necessarily. You know, do we, we like them. We love you. We like this thing. We love this thing. And, and that just is what it is. God loves us and calls each and every one of us. But he calls these individuals. Why? Well, just so his glory and his power can be shown. We turn back a little bit in Judges to chapter 2, beginning with verse 18, or if you're following along in the story at the top of page 104, we have a situation that arises throughout this book. We have to understand this pattern, is that the reason why these individuals are called to serve the Lord, the reason why there's a problem repeatedly, and it's the same problem that keeps cropping up, Verse 18, whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge, and he saved them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge, for the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those afflicted and oppressed them. 
But whenever the judge died, they turned back and were more corrupt than their fathers, going after other gods, serving them, bowing down to them. They did not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. So, dear friends, we have this recurring theme. At the end of Deuteronomy, Moses gets in front of uh, the children of Israel, calls all the congregation together. He says, I lay before you this day the blessings and the curses, life and death. What does he say? He says, choose life. Choose life. But here they repeatedly do not choose life. In fact, they're very forgetful at times. If you go back to verse 10 here, it says, In all that generation also, that's the generation of Joshua, those that came into the promised land, were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. They forgot. They forgot. There's times where, the times where we forget are the times in which we abandon the ways of the Lord. There's, there's this innate sin that we wrestle with all the time, which is why we need to come to the Lord, why we need to repeatedly come into His Word, receive His gifts here at the altar. It's a sickness that infects us. I got this this week when I was trying to, was trying to be good, reduce my carbon footprint, recycle the soup can. I want to recycle the soup can. I like to clean them out before I put them in there. I take the sponge and put it in the soup can and went like this. Ooh. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was stupidity. And you heard me upstairs, right, Lily? I was going, Why did I do that? I don't know. That was just stupid. <laughs> and we get caught up in moments like that where we just, you know, there's, just, there, there's some thickness, there's stubbornness, there's stupidity that's there. And if you forget the ways of the Lord, you, and, and, and you're, you're lying. You, 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 and, and, or you get caught up in a moment of anger and you hurt someone in your anger. Or you, you take something that doesn't belong to you, all the, the law that the Lord gives to us. Or you forget about the Lord and you're not connecting with His Word and His sacrament and you don't have, you know, you're, not, you're not there in the Lord's presence. You're not talking about it as you sit down and as you rise up. All those things you know, lead us to the, 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 the sin that is there, either whether we're forgetful or whether we're committing the sin. All those things are, are there, and we struggle with it. We're at the same, same time a saint, a person called by God, set apart by God, holy and blameless because the blood of Christ covers us even now at this moment. And yet we still struggle. We still wrestle with sin. We still have the old person inside of us rising up. And we do stupid, selfish, sinful things. We wrestle. And yet God says, while you were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet enemies of God and sinners, Christ died for us. So now let's go to Judges chapter 7. And in this section here, and also in the story pages 109 and 110, we have where, where Gideon, he has to rescue the people from the Midianites. And here the Lord says, gather an army. He gathers about 32,000 people. The Lord says, that's too much. That's too much. He says, whoever is fearful and trembling, let him return home and hurry away from Mount Gilead. Why does he do that? 
lest Israel boast over me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Lest you think this is anything except the Lord's power and the Lord's doing. So 22,000 people go away, 10,000 is the army, and then the Lord gives them another test, and they're down to 300 people. The army that they're supposed to go against, the Midianites, who can't even count their camels. Can't even count, don't even bother counting the Midianites because you can't count their camels. And that's the army that the Lord sends Gideon to. Dear friends in Christ, Gideon succeeds, if I could give something away here as well as the other people that God calls as judges during this time in Israel's history. Because it's his strength. What does our catechism say? We cannot by our own reason or strength go to the Lord. God has to come to us. We in our own sinful selves cannot go to the Lord. The Lord has to come to us. The Lord has to come and call each and every one of us to be his child. And we are the children of God. That's who we are. We heard in the epistle lesson today, God has to come down to this earth in order to cleanse our sin. The Lord, there's a pattern here. The Lord chooses Israel. They go against one of the most powerful nations in Egypt and then are delivered out of slavery. They go after king after king, nation after nation, and the Lord lifts them up. They may be the least. They may be the, the, the least, least powerful, and yet they defeat their enemies time and time again. Why? Because the Lord chose them. The Lord comes down to this earth, suffers death and hell, and is raised from death and comes to call his disciples to his side. Why? Because he loves us. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God chose us and loved us and calls just us ordinary people. Dear friends, as I, uh, sometimes I walk here to church as, a, as an act, of, you know, there's a, as I go from Harrison Lane and then come down here to Memorial or Beacon Hill, you know, there's it's just the, the, the prayer why, I want to encourage this as well, but sometimes if we think about all our neighborhood here and how many folks that live around us that don't know, you know, they're lost in the, the sinfulness and the selfishness, the struggle of every day, and they don't know about this love this great love that called each and every one of us. And we say, okay, well, who's going to go? Who's going to show that love to them? Who's going to demonstrate that love to them? As I walk along and I look at those homes, I say, Lord, you know, give us here, Bethany Lutheran, give us the opportunity. Open doors. We can't just go into the neighborhood and say, we conquer you in the name of Jesus with our swords drawn. It doesn't really work that way. <laughs> but in our prayers, as we go to the Lord in our prayers and as the Lord opens doors and opportunities, who is he going to call? Who is he going to send? The people, the ordinary people, the everyday saints, the ones who struggle with our sin but know that our Lord calls, has released us, the Lord cleanses us, he has created us and brought us into this world, cleansed us from our sins. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. The Lord claims us as his temple. And so he has chosen you and chosen me that in word or deed we go out to share we are the children of God. 
And God has called, loved us and called us by his grace. Are we going to still struggle with sin? All the time, every day. Yes, indeed. But we can also be faithful. St. Paul has said that we may live a life worthy of our calling, knowing the Lord's great love and how it has grabbed such a hold of us. Let us live in that calling. Saints of God here at Bethany Lutheran. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds forever on Christ Jesus. Amen.